Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. boys are back, baby. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is Reception, Reception, the show. All right, can we transition? Let's talk about Denver here. And we saw them on Monday night, and... I want to pat myself on the back a little bit here, okay? Because, like, I was saying this offseason, the two teams that gave me bad vibes, it was the Green Bay Packers and it was the Denver Broncos. And everyone said, especially with the Broncos, that I was nuts. That I, And I said, this team could legitimately win six games. Legitimately win six games. That was in their range of outcomes. I'm not saying that's what they're going to do or that's likely. I'm just saying it's in their range of outcomes. And I think week one you saw exactly why I was saying that. We're talking about Russell Wilson, who is a little bit older, so that explosive athleticism, that backyard football, doesn't always work now, right? He's working with a brand new cast of pass catchers, which for a lot of quarterbacks has been problematic. He's learning a a brand new offense. And the coaching staff, I was focused in on the coaching staff. Yeah, you, you had that one right, yeah. It's like, hey, we don't know if these guys are good or not. Their offensive coordinator, like I said, was, I mean, a tight ends coach. That's his highest level. The defensive coordinator was safeties coach. That was his highest level. We don't know anything about Nathaniel Hackett. Nothing. And he had an absolute brain meltdown at the end of that game on Monday night. So these are, like I said, these were the kind of all the negative things that could have gone wrong, and they all went wrong uh, there in week number one. But what were your takeaways in that Broncos offense and in particular focusing in on the split between Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. Yeah, I mean, I got I know I got a lot of stuff wrong. I'm going to get a lot of stuff wrong this year. That's how it works. But I, I'm going to also take that victory lap with you on being like, I don't think this Den. at least my take was I don't think this Denver team is going to get off to like a hot start. Right. Like yeah. we said that on the bold prediction show. And I said, bold prediction, like Jerry Judy outscores Cortland Sutton because James, I mean, you know, I have like a little bit of a natural contrarian uh, in me somewhere. Um, <laughs> Slight. And, it's like anytime, anytime, like the entire industry agrees that, oh, Cortland Sutton over Jerry Judy and like every yeah. Broncos insiders. Oh, Sutton's the guy. Sutton's the guy. Sutton's the guy. Yeah. It's, it's so clear. I always want to be like, mm. we, we usually when something is that that clear, there's there's like a problem. There's there's something wrong um, or, or like th- that we shouldn't be that confident. And look, I mean, Cortland Sutton could still be clearly the, the best receiver on the team. Um, but I did just chart both of these guys today. 
Uh, so Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. And you know, even watching it in the game, it's like this split is pretty close from a from a pure playing time perspective. You know, Cortland Sutton runs a route on 40 or 44, 45 Russell Wilson dropbacks. They have these uh, Jerry Judy, 41 of 45 uh, routes on, on uh, dropbacks there. They have the same exact target share. Now, Cortland Sutton has the lead in air yards, 43.5% of the air yards. Jerry Judy, 26.3% of the air yards. But, James, there's a whole lot of prayer yards in those air yards for old uh, (laughs) Cortland Sutton there. Prayer yards. Oh, my God. (laughs) Sign me up for that. Bro, like, (laughs) I mean. I love it. Cortland Sutton in week one fell below 55% success rate versus man and zone coverage in Seattle. And, like, that's a carryover from what you've got on the screen there. His his route success rate from twenty twenty one. I I just don't think he's a a great separator. I don't think he ever will be a great separator. And you know, the, the immediate response to that is, well, yeah, no, but he's gonna he's a great contested catch receiver. Separation is not his game, and that's great. But couple of problems there. Number one, dude, Russ on those go balls last uh, on Monday night, just not accurate at all. I mean, like his ball placement was terrible. And the thing is when you're the outside X receiver and you're running down the field and you're not getting open and you have to win on contested situations, you it's the the percentage of of the is just shrinking right at that point. Like you're going to, you're running lower and lower percentage routes. If you're already running go routes as the X receiver and you're not separating, like you have to win in the contested area. And now you're relying on your quarterback to be great. And like, again, this stuff can all get worked out with time, but it was not good. And we, it was not good in week one. Um, Jerry Judy. Meanwhile, um, I, I thought Jerry Judy looked really good. Posted a 71.4% success rate versus man coverage in week one. That was really great to see after we saw a pretty big dip in his rookie year to his sophomore year production, which now I think we can just go ahead and say that was the high ankle sprain um, damaging him in, uh, in, in week two. So I think that this is just – I think the gap is going to close with these guys here. That That's my biggest takeaway is that I think – Sutton might need to come down a little bit in our expectations because I mean people right. were drafting him as like a top fifteen receiver. I, I don't know about yeah, that's that. Crazy. And yeah. and meanwhile, Jerry Judy, I think is going to come up a little bit. Uh, I, I've got him right now at wide receiver twenty nine. I have Cortland Sutton at wide receiver twenty in the rest of season rankings. Um, that that's kind of where I'm at right now. I, I think that these the gap between these guys is going to have to be clo- closer, and especially with Jerry Judy, man, like they were getting him in space. He was getting open and, and like he can make he looked fast. He looked like he can make some plays in the open field. So I came away from week one more optimistic on Jerry Judy and more pessimistic on Cortland Sutton. And the, another thing that was interesting about this is like our understanding was, OK, he's Russ is just going to target the hell out of both these guys. You know, meanwhile, he's throwing like all of the tight ends. You know, Albert O ends up running a lot of routes and, and he yeah. was. You know, he, he's not, nobody's going to get excited about his stat line, but you should be excited about the fact that he was out there, like basically playing as their big slot. But like, you know, they're also getting like that, that guy back involved. You know, that uh, Salbert is involved. Like they got all <laughs> kinds of goofball tight ends out there running routes. So yeah. I don't know, man. I think this just Denver situation is. Um, it, I, and I'll tell you what, I'm gonna, I should tweet the clip out uh, because I re- screen recorded it while I was watching Jerry Judy today. The the play before the infamous you know, kick to end the game. Mm-hmm. Jerry Judy is like crossing right over Russ's face. Nobody is near him. You know, like the zone mm-hmm. coverage is all behind is all behind Jerry Judy. He's wide open on the route with space to run, probably pick up the first down potentially and and probably get out of bounds too. 
And Russ, I swear to God, he mu- he had to have seen him and then just checks it down to Javante Williams. I was like alarmed and just weirded out by how much Russ is checking down to the running back. And I think Javante's a good player, but it's it was bizarre. It was very um it was a very strange performance. I'm also willing to say, James, too, that like maybe this is all just like Russ is back in Seattle jitters type stuff. But uh, we'll we'll see in the next couple of weeks. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Well, I mean, you're talking about Javante. The dude saw 12 targets. What the hell? That's great. I, and not I, like not like a lot of sc- some screens and stuff like that, but a lot of it was just like getting to that check down really quick. Russ just getting to that check down really quick. Which to me, by the way, doesn't make a lot of sense. This Seattle defense is not that good, you know. Um, so yeah. I, I'm just confused by it. You know, look, they're not Seattle's defense actually is not as bad as advertised. But yeah, that being well. said, well. that being said, I definitely would not say they're a good defense. Right, they're better than they're better than what we thought they would be, which was like one of the ten worst in the NFL. They're not one of the ten worst in the NFL, but certainly uh, they played above that. But golly, man, this is not a shutdown defense by any stretch of the imagination. I too was very confused by Russell Wilson of all people checking down to the running back as often as he was, and also looking for the the safety blanket type throws to the tight ends. This is very strange to me. When for the past five years, everyone is talking about let Russ cook. And then finally, they're like, go ahead. <laughs> Give it a shot. Kitchen's all yours, buddy. Cook. You, you can do whatever the hell you want to do. And he opted not to. And I almost wonder, is that like, is it just habit? Like he's now he just doesn't even know how to do it. Like what is going on? It was so it was strange, Matt. Like I don't I just yeah. didn't understand what the hell was going on. I mean, look, the whole game, like, you're going to get a lot of narratives coming out of it. But it was really interesting how, you know, they were kind of letting Geno cook a little bit, right? Like, they were they were letting Geno throw on first down. They were letting no. him uh, throw aggressively. Uh, and, and Geno looked pretty good. Like, shout out to shout out to Geno. He, 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 did, he played yeah. a pretty good game. It was also really cool to see, like, the fans cheer, chanting his name and stuff like that. It's, it's just it's cool for Geno. Um, but, he, you know, he's... I wish I wasn't so disrespectful to Gino this whole like off season because it's not like Gino is a joke of a quarterback. He's just not a starting NFL quarterback, right? Um, I, I but, think your I think your quote from the last show was that Seattle is not serious about is running an unserious quarterback situation. Yeah, and I, I should have just said that's a, it's an unserious quarterback competition because Drew Locke is not a serious NFL quarterback. No, right? like, no, that's no, not that. No. Now you're now you're joking, right? But like right. Gino at least is like okay. He shouldn't be starting, but he is like a good backup quarterback in the NFL. Very capable backup. There's no doubt. Um, I'm, I'm but definitely, yeah, the, the Seahawks yeah, I'm are kind of letting you. Gino cook, bro. Like they were kind of letting him cook, and and I, you almost kind of wonder 
the, uh, this whole season is going to be a big referendum on on Russell Wilson and like the push pull of was it actually Russell Wilson holding things back even if he doesn't want to admit it not Pete Carroll holding Russell Wilson back and I think it'll be interesting and week one was certainly like a I was not like the feather in Russ's cap that he probably wants to come out there and have yeah Gino was interesting right like it seemed like he was definitely playing within himself and within the structure that's exactly what it was Geno Smith was a structure quarterback and extremely efficient in that structure nothing yeah. in nothing in that offense is explosive I don't think like what was DK's line DK's line was, oh, so it was like weird. seven for sub 40 yards or, or yeah. like something like that it was, it was seven crazy. catches on seven targets for 36 yards like what Bro, oh, we just talked about Jarvis. That's like an old school Jarvis Landry line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. what is that all about? So, obviously, the offense is very conservative still. Uh, but Geno was making it work to a degree and was very efficient uh, within that offense. And then on the other side, Russell Wilson was kind of more freestyling it, you know, doing his Russell Wilson thing. And he posted good numbers. I mean, 340 yards passing, a touchdown, 69% completion rate, very nice. Um, but <laughs> very nice. yeah, very nice. But <laughs> but again, I don't know how effective it was. Again, it was against, not effective. Yeah, against a defense that's not the best. <laughs>